millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive all next week alongside my partner in crime, Darren Bain. Now, we start the podcast off by reacting, of course, to the big story that broke during my Drive Time show yesterday as Gary Lineker was told to step back from presenting tonight's match of the day with both Ian Wright and Alan Shearer deciding to join him. Here's how we reacted on TalkSport, starting with our very own Simon Jordan. You must remember that Gary Lineker, in part, is in a position where he can leverage the enormous influence that he has. Millions and millions of followers have, in part, a significant part, been built on the fact that he's a BBC-related person. And in, in line with that, the BBC have very clear policies. If you want to make it a divisible line and you want to stand in solidarity behind something that you all believe, I'm not entirely sure these boys subscribe to that view, but if they feel they want to have solidarity with Brother Lineker, that's up to them. But the other guys that may want to do it, they then subsequently should be, shouldn't be vilified. I just think it's frustrating in this current climate that the, it, it appears that the government has influence on everything and will now destroy my Saturday evening and my enjoyment from watching Match of Day because I feel so passionately about it. It's, it seems to be all sort of, if you're against the government or you speak out against them, they'll find a way of silencing you, mm. um, which I really struggle with. I think whether you're Alan Sugar saying something derogatory about Keir Starmer and, and presenting The Apprentice and Gary Lineker saying something derogatory about the Conservatives on Twitter um, or that one of their policies and presenting the football, I don't think there's much difference. I don't agree with Gary Lineker, but at the end of the day, I thought we lived in a country that has free speech. And I, and I must admit, uh, the BBC taking action like this uh, uh, is, is absolutely ridiculous. This is BBC One. Now, on a change to our regular programming, it's time for Match of the Day with Andy Goldstein and Darren Bent. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Match of the Day with me, Andy Goldstein, alongside a player who knows exactly what it's like to hit the back of the net, Darren Bent. Hi, how are you doing? Now, it's been a crazy weekend in the Premier League as we bring you six high-scoring matches right here on Match of the Day. Let's start off. Bloody hell, we're good, aren't we? This could actually happen tomorrow night. And we were also joined by political writer and former Labour press secretary, Alistair Campbell, who also gave his opinion on the situation. Are we seriously saying that a couple of tweets by Gary Lineker are doing more damage to the impartiality of the BBC than the fact that their chairman sits up there, 
fixing £800,000 loans for Boris Johnson, making donations to the Tory party, being a mate of Rishi Sunak. Uh, you know, it's just a nonsense, mm. the whole total nonsense. And they've got to, I, I really do think, the reason I'm so exercised about this, I, I, I actually think this is a really dangerous moment for democracy. And that's, that's, that's really not to overstate it. If you go back to the 30s in 19, 19, 1930s in Germany, it started with these little moves these little things that seemed insignificant at the time, but they build and they build and they build and they build. And before you know it, we're in an authoritarian country. Mm. Now, Alice, I know you're busy. I know you've got to go. My last question to you, have you spoken to Gary Lineker today? I know he's your I mate. I haven't, no. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I am a friend of his and I, uh, I've i sent him the odd message saying, you know, keep your chin up and hope you're all right and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, but here's an interesting one. I did the BBC a few minutes ago and they introduced me by saying, Alistair Campbell, who has a business interest with Gary Lineker because Gary Lineker's company produces his podcast. <laughs> so that's interesting. So are you going to now promote every news bulletin on the BBC by saying this is the BBC whose chairman is a Tory donor? I mean, this is what I mean about the kind of, the sort of cowardice of it all. And I'm not criticising the journalists. That's the, that's the environment and the atmosphere in which he's, he's operating. But I do, I do think it's dangerous. And, I, I, and, and I've got to say as well, Ian Wright, absolutely fair play to him. He's basically come out. He's come out on strike. He's basically joining the strikes. He's saying if Gary's being treated like this uh, for, you know, standing up for his values and his beliefs, then I'm not going to be there on the sofa. And, I, you know, I don't want to put pressure on anybody. I hope the others, you know, take note of that. Well, that's enough of politics. Back to today's football. Bournemouth come forward straight from the off, send the ball into the area, and they've scored within 10 seconds! Oh my goodness! Philip Billing has tucked it away! Now Salah inside the penalty area, Darwin Nunez! 1-1! We have to step up, we have to, to make sure that we create the atmosphere on the pitch. Oh, what a goal! What a wonderful goal! Damari Gray! And he's been turned in from point-blank range! And he's that man, Ivan Tony again! I'm only focused that I have him on Saturday. Maybe I'll have him for the rest of the season. Little flip by Harrison. Burpo shoots! It's in! Leeds, Leeds! In swinger from Gross, right under the crossbar and headed in by Lewis Dunk. Squares it for Madison! 2-1 to Leicester! There's Jao Felix and this time he's not offside and Chelsea do take the lead. The boys have been in a good place, good spirit. They've stuck together through a bad time, which is which is good. There's a lot to lot to say about that. Then gives it to Harry Kane who turns right footed and produces a terrific finish. And towards Renan Lodi, cutting it onto his right foot. Oh, what a strike! He's ahead of Cash. He's got Conza with him. Gets up to the edge of the area. Zaha! 1-1! Groiner back into Haaland. Oh, what a finish! Inevitable! We wanna we wanna do it. And this is the biggest compliment for our organization for all the club. The first game of the day comes from the Vitality Stadium, where Bournemouth hosts Liverpool. TalkSport's Alex Crook spoke to Jordan Zamora and Jaden Anthony, who are hoping the Cherries can improve on their latest outing with the Reds. And the goalkeeper, Mark Travers, bless his soul, has done nothing wrong all afternoon. He's just been beaten by nine great goals. Simple as that. Liverpool nine, Bournemouth nil. It's been a, a while since that game and a lot of things have changed for us as a team and, and for them as a team as well. Um, obviously, we want to get a better result than we did last time and, and yeah, really, really show a good account of ourselves and uh, hopefully we can do that on Saturday. 
What was it like coming off the pitch after conceding so many goals? What was the dressing room like afterwards? Yeah, it was the worst uh, dressing room I've been in. Obviously, it was um, not a nice day for anyone, and I'm sure for the fans it was even worse. So, um, yeah, no, it wasn't wasn't the best dressing room, and you know we had to pick ourselves up and and try and push back from that. They've not been in scintillating form, Liverpool, until last Sad, weekend, yeah. and then it all seemed to come together. Were you sort of watching that game and thinking? Oh no! No, I think um, you know. I think you have to look at the whole season. I think they probably haven't been where they wanted to be, which is I can see why they sometimes have games like that where they won last week. So, but they've got the talent in that team. So, I guess this is just, we just got to be prepared as best as we can and, and be ready for it. Yeah. And for you as a defender, you look at the, the front three in particular. All got two goals <laughs> apiece against United: Nunez, Salah, and Gakpo. How do you start to try and stifle them? Yeah, of course. Like you've got to first understand like the talent that they have. Of course, they're all world-class players, so you have to give that give that into reasoning, and then just be ready. So just be ready on your game, and hopefully get a bit of luck against players like that, and just like minimise their chances as best as you can. And you can hear our Bournemouth fair in their game with the informed Liverpool live and exclusive on Talksport at twelve thirty. Now, one team certainly not informed is Tottenham Hotspur, and their manager Antonio Conte has come out swinging in the press conference following a week which saw their season completely derailed. That's four seasons in a row Spurs have lost in round five. And today they've been humbled by a hard-working Sheffield United side. Our deck in the squad doesn't look great. we just got to go for that fourth spot now because we ain't winning nothing again. Wolves won, Spurs nil, and it's Adama Traore with a goal. Absolutely unstoppable, what a finish. Why can't we just change for once and try and be a little bit more attacking? That was rotten, mm. rotten to the core. Yeah, Tottenham's European dream ends with a whimper. In this moment, uh, we don't have... Uh, a solid foundation to uh, be competitive, to fight, to win. They're on the brink of losing their top four place in the Premier League and knocked out of the Champions League tonight. I have a good, a good guys, but sometimes uh, it's not enough to be a good guy. Uh, you have to to show the right desire, the the, the sacrifice in uh, into yourself and uh, to fight to win the game, to win the duels. Uh, to yeah, to be nasty, yeah. I think that man, sometimes uh, uh, we are a bit soft. The, uh, the environment has not patience, has not patience, uh, or maybe uh, the environment doesn't want to understand the reality. And at 3 p.m., you can hear live commentary of Tottenham's trip tonight in the Forest. It's live on Talksport too, as they look to save their season. Elsewhere in the Premier League today, Crystal Palace welcome Manchester City to Sellers Park. Still winless in 2023, manager Patrick Vieira has come under some scrutiny recently, but former Palace Mona owner Simon Jordan believes the critics need to look at the bigger picture. The 12th in the league. So what would, where would you expect Palace to be? I'm the last person to defend Steve Parrish. But where would you expect Palace to be? They're not breaking the bank, spending money on transfers. I do think that they've they've evolved. Are they not for, expecting to be where the likes of Brighton or Brentford are at this moment? Again, we'll see if they if, if Brentford are in the Premier League for ten years. Let's see where they are in ten years. Palace have been there for ten years and have done remarkably well to be in the Premier League for ten years. Brentford have been there for two 
Let's see how that pans out. Palace once upon a time were pushing up the league, getting to cup finals against Man United a few years ago. I think you have to be realistic about where they are. Yes, Brighton have done re- remarkably well and they're doing very well and that will, of course, stick in the craw of Palace fans because there's this rivalry and the Palace-Brighton game will take its own life next week because there's this, this you know, unique dynamic in that particular game which is why they often, the games often finish as draws. But the bottom line is is that Palace, to me, I, you know, the feedback I get from people like Dougie Friedman on the occasions I see him, that Patrick Vieira is very well thought of, very well liked, very easy to work with. I'm sure with. he is. So I can't quite understand. I'd be jumping on the bandwagon, don't worry about that, if I felt it was an opportunity to have a swipe at certain people at Palace, but I'm try- finding it difficult to see what it is they would expect. And from one man facing criticism to another, Leicester City manager Brendan Rodgers thinks his squad has the quality to steer away from trouble. I think there's, there's a recognition there that we're, you know, we're in a, a position and a place that no one wants to be in. However, I have enough confidence and faith in, in the team and the squad and, and all our work that, uh, that we have the qualities to come through that. You know? And this is, this is the beauty of it. You, you do your talking on the pitch. Um, like I said, with the guys, I, I'm not sure what you're referring to in terms of um, what's going on, but, but I can only focus really on, on our performance level and if we get that right, we'll get the results that we need. We all know we need to win, um, but, uh, but that's something that you know, I'm, I'm seeing in the players, I'm seeing that focus. I was disappointed for them last week because they, they didn't deserve to, uh, to lose the game, uh, but we did and we have to not accept it well, but we have to accept it and now we've had a good week's training and hopefully we can uh, get, a, get a positive result on Saturday. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle, and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. 
To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now Leicester host Chelsea today and following their midweek success in the Champions League, their boss Graham Potter has been speaking about the uncertain future of Mason Mount. Ultimately it's between the club and Mason, um, but uh, you know I've spoken to him uh, uh, numerous times about his situation, football and life generally. Um, and like I said, my, <clears throat> my feelings for Mason are clear, I, I think he's a fantastic person firstly. And um, but sometimes these things happen. They're they're just complicated, and it's best that I speak little about it and let them get on with it and deciding what's right for both parties. And my friend Darren Bent gave his qualified opinion on Mount's situation during last night's drive time show with me, Andy Goldstein. And listen, he's won some big trophies since he's been there. He's won the Champions League. He's won the Super Cup. He's won the Club World Cup. He's got to two FA Cup and um, League Cup finals last season. He's been Chelsea's player of the year twice. So that tells you he was very good last year. Maybe got off to a bit of a, a slow one this year. I think he's only got two goals, if uh, memory serves me right. Yeah. Or three goals this season. He got 11 last season with 10 assists. But no one's been flying at Chelsea this season. No, exactly. But I can understand the frustration from Chelsea fans who, who want, wouldn't want him to go because and then ultimately he's one of theirs. What split do you think that is? 70-30 well, they don't want him to go they don't want that's him to quite go. high right? yeah so okay. they don't want him to go yeah. but at the end of the day if he's not if he's not getting what he believes he's, he's earned and there's reports saying the amount of money he wants to earn yeah. is on the same level as Canty then I can understand that's why about 300 grand a week I'd understand why they wouldn't give that to him but if you look at the clubs that are in for him the only one that makes sense real makes sense to me and that I think they need him is Liverpool And as always, Adrian Durham will take you around the grounds from half past two today with so much to play for at the top and the bottom of the Premier League and, of course, all the leagues below. Well, that's it, gang, for two reasons. One, of course, I've run out of words and B, I've run out of voice. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning if my voice can hold out. Until then, thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.